It is speeding. Hey, what's up? This is the first edition of the Monday edition of This Week with Drew. Welcome to the show. Thank you for watching or listening or tuning in. Here we are today. We don't know what we're talking about, but it's the, the juice for you. I bring the juice for you. The motherfucking content from motherfucking Drew. Big Drew fucking Beverly hailing from the streets of 118. Uh, got a head full of sticky green. If you motherfucking know what I mean. Hi, welcome to the show. This is the Monday episode of this of this week with Drew. Thank you for lo- lo- learning, tuning in, or taking part in the activity. Um, I got the little th- DoTerra in here now to make it smell nice. I got the smell nice. I've been uh, I've been sharing the uh, Courtney is in school right now for she's getting her master's in education and she was unable to use the office where we I record in here the studio uh, for her work. There's a nice desk here with the laptop. You can see uh, here with the thing and it's a very nice workspace, but it was generally cluttered with my shit, uh, my notes for joke writing and uh, various, uh, you know, dates and um, different things, forms, applications, receipts. I have a very, uh, um, uh, you know, intricate accounting process. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so anyways, we got that shit figured out. I'm going to turn that mic up just a little bit. Um, we got that shit figured out, so now it's all, it smells nice in here. It doesn't smell like dope anymore because Courtney does not participate in marijuana culture, which is great, and I respect that about her. And um, so, but now we got to get the doTERRA with the little infused drops. Now we're, we got the oil infused drops. Um, so great. Um, yeah, so we got the studio cleaned up and I hope you're having a good week. Uh, I had a good weekend. I was in Hamilton this weekend at Levity Comedy Club uh, in Hammertown. Uh, Patrick and Manolis out there running that show. They took over the old Yuck Yucks and fucking fired it up. Beautiful. Uh, same space, but they they definitely uh, reinvigorated it, man. They put a bunch of sick ass table games. Uh, they got a bunch of st- uh, the the comedy club. You got to take an elevator up from the outside, and then you get into the main bar part before the showroom doors. And in the main bar part, they have a bunch of stand up tables, and um, like you know the big high top tables. Um, and then they put a bunch of sick games on there, like crazy like games that Manolis is finding from the Value Village. Like uh, this game called Pucket, which is a serious game. It's like a it's like a rectangle, and every and each player it's a two player game, and you get eight pucks each. And there's a little elastic band on the back of each, and you got to shoot your puck through this little hole. There's like a little piece of wood with just a tiny hole, and you got to shoot all your pucks through the hole into the other person's fucking thing before they shoot all their pucks into yours. It's like this weird kind of game of dodgeball and you got to like line it up with the little elastic thing and then you're like pew and there's just a tiny hole to shoot it into their zone and man, that game gets fucking serious, bro. If you get it on a roll, man, you get cooking. Oh, man, but if you get start getting rolled and you some guy like fucking aces you like three in a row, you're like, oh, like the ties have turned. So, yo, I might actually order that, bro. Pucket is like a seriously awesomely fun game. And then they had this crazy tic-tac-toe game, which is like tic-tac-toe where you drop the little things. Um, 
but uh, like Connect Three, but the, it shifts. Each one has like you can push the row over in or out, so it like adds an extra six blank rows. And it's like, bro, you gotta like think you're like playing some next level shit, man. Like, so it's like gives the audience a bunch of fun stuff to do. There's tabletop pool. There's fucking this little bowling game, man. It's like awesome. And so the club is fire. And then. Uh, like on the outside, the environment's all nice. And then, yeah, the shows are sick, man. I was surprised that people came out because it's the weekend after New Year's, after Christmas. Nobody really has any money. Um, but, uh, or they're all like looking at their credit card bill and they're like, fuck, man. Like Christmas is, it takes a hit on people, right? But there was still lots of people out there and I was trying to think about why. And I think that the reason why, like comedy, I believe is going to see, is like going to keep on going strong. It's been in its second golden age for like the last almost 10 years now. But I don't foresee that ending necessarily anytime soon because of the gloom and doom that is being perpetrated out here. I was talking about this with Kevin Saldo, man. But comedy, like people like comedy because of what's going on in the world. Like it's sad out there, man. World War III's popping off. Climate change. Australia's burning. Fucking... You know, you got a mean guy, like the, the general tone of, of the global discourse and the cultural zeitgeist is, uh, is it's quite, you know, hopeless right now. Um, so people like to laugh, man, and they want comedy. And uh, I think if you can do that, um, then then you're doing a great public service. You know, um, it's a good it's a good thing to remind people that, you know, like uh, from the bleakness, there can be uh, humor. And, you know, and uh, I'm a firm believer that it's never too early, you know, for a joke, as long as it's you're not punching down at the expense of the person like it's I think it's a necessary in the human healing process to be able to objectively laugh at something negative that is either happening to you or is happening around. And it's not like you that something a topic needs to be inherently funny for it to be made of a joke like there's nothing inherently funny about the Australian wildfires or about World War Three. But if you can make a joke um, uh, you know, uh, make an air of a, like, you know, frame the situation in, in such a way that it could be taken, um, less personally, maybe not personally, but just give yourself a perspective on things. Um, it's a good thing, man. I think it's a good thing. It's a, it's part of the human healing process, man. So fucking a world war three war is profitable. <laughs> That's a fucking tale as old as time, buddy. War is profitable for uh, lots of industries, man, including comedy. So fucking A, fire up those nukes, buddy. Fire them up. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. I'm sure the... Uh, oh, I was going to make a... Uh, whatever, fuck. I don't know. Nobody listened to this, but they should probably got some wicked comedy clubs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki now. Those guys... <laughs> you got to have a sense of humor after that. Fuck, man. Um, <laughs> weed cup. I don't even really know what the fuck to talk about, man. This is nice that I get to fucking do this. Maybe I'll play a little song for you guys. Let's play a song. Ah, fuck. That's not going to work. Um, I've got one thing on my mind. Can you guess what that is? I want a 
Big juicy burger with an onion ring and some mayonnaise to dip my onion rings in. <laughs> Cause I'm fucking hungry for the burgers. Hungry for the burgers and fries. Give me onion rings. Give me milkshakes, extra large size. <laughs> Fucking onion rings, buddy. <laughs> That's sick. Oh, yo. So I got, in the, I got a Nintendo Switch, and uh, I've been rocking Pikachu main on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and I finally won my first tournament, buddy. Woo! I was chipping away, watching YouTube tutorials, man. This is like, I was like, am I really fucking watching YouTube tutorials of how to fucking play Pikachu better on Super Smash Brothers? But yes, I am, because if I'm going to do something, I'm going to be good at it. And if I'm going to waste my fucking time playing video games, then I'm going to be good at it. <laughs> so I practice, I've been practicing Pikachu, working on the combos, man, which is very difficult to do. And I finally, and I entered a tournament today and I fucking finally won. And I was getting knocked out first round. And everyone's doing this thing. All these kids where they go like... Like when they kill you super easy, they get their character to just go like up and down, up and down, up and down. I didn't know what that was, but apparently it's like teabagging you. Like teabagging you. And I was like, that's wildly disrespectful, man. Like I don't fucking... That's mean. These kids are mean <laughs> on the internet. Video games, bro. This is why I don't like gaming online. But then that, but then that motivated me even more to fucking get better at the thing. <sighs> so fuck man I won my first tournament And I was like super happy It came down It was like a big Like a uh, 16 person tournament And then it came down To me Versus Peach Which is one of the best characters And uh It was just a fucking my, Like uh, uh What's it called Not a stock Just a time challenge So it's like It doesn't matter Like how many times you die But you gotta kill that person More than they killed you so it came down to it. It was like a three-minute round, and it was just me versus Peach, and I'm like ducking around, and Peach got me up to like 125% damage to like their like 38%, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucked, man. I'm like pretty much ready for like any sort of lethal fucking smash kill here. And then, I don't know, somehow I just worked it up, and I like I fucking duh, 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 like hit like four combos in a row, and now we're both at like, a, like 138, and Peach is like 110, and I was like a percent damage, and I was like, oh my god, I like, like pulled this off here. And then the count counters going down like five, four, and the rounds about to end, and then we would go to sudden death, which sucks because it's like one shot kill, right? So you got to be fucking perfect. And uh, I just fucking jumped, boom, 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 hit him with the forward lightning smash, and then pow, out of the round, and there's three seconds left, and I was like, hey, because we hadn't, uh, neither of us had killed each other in the whole time, and we would have gone to sudden death, and I was like, oh my fucking god. I won my first tournament, and Courtney was not as excited as I was for some reason. Can't really understand why. Um, bop, zippity bop, ba doo wop, zippity bop, ba doo wop, zippity bop, ba doo. You guys want to see the painting that I did? For the people that listen on audio, I'm sorry, but look, I painted that. <laughs> Isn't that nice? I painted that. It's a fucking little mountains with a little ship. On the water there, and the mountains are reflecting, and it's uh, like orange and yellow and stuff. And then there's one in the foreground to, to indicate that you know you're maybe looking over the crest of a hill. And uh, yeah, I got uh, I painted that. I'm liking art. Paulie T. Paul Thompson got me into fucking painting. 
He's he's a really good artist, man. And I was like, fuck, it's a nice just thing to do to express yourself. Express yourself. Okay, good. Well, I don't know who, why, but we're doing this. And uh, this is a long time to do a podcast. Oh, I started um, playing in a band with Dan Gyrie. Dan Gyrie's got this. He's a funny comedian in Toronto, and he's got a, pro, a project called Max Phoenix, and he wrote and recorded a whole album a couple years ago, and now he's got, he wants to throw a three-piece together and fucking take the band out to a battle of the bands. Take the album out to the Battle of the Bands, and I was like, fucking hey, I'll play bass in that. So we had our first jam at Rehearsal Factory the other day, and man, it was awesome. Uh, Dan's songs are hard. Uh, he's got a lot of weird changes, not your traditional fucking chord changes. And uh, yeah, but it's nice to be in a band again, man. Having a guitar player who can sing and having a tight drummer already, man, and fucking... So we got a gig February 1st, man. I'm back in the saddle after seven years, man. I haven't played a music gig since the days of the Dirty Seas. If you're an OG fucking Drew, what is wrong with my eye? My fucking, I just feel stoned, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm fucking hopping back on the bass, buddy. I haven't fucking root fived it for a while. And there's no root fives in any of these songs. There's some sick metal tunes. Some nice rock tunes. We're not doing any slow stuff. We're just punch them in the gut. Just dang, 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 dang. A little funky sort of. Right on the hi-hats, man. Me and fucking bonding, 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 bonding. Fucking hitting those bass lines. Fucking nice fucking disco fucking octave bass lines. Bonding, bonding, bonding. That's going to be fucking boom, bing. It's going to be fucking sick, man. So that's what's going on. This is the Monday edition of This Week with Drew. I think that's what I'm going to call it. The Monday, the Mon, This Week with Drew, the Monday edition. That's good. This Welcome to This Week with Drew, and that is on Thursday, and then This Week with Drew, the Monday edition. Okay, cool. This has been This Week with Drew, the first Monday edition. And, uh, yeah, fucking A. Praise be to the content lords. Let's fucking double down on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you